Bodega, 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 alpha and omega. <coughs> Siamese sailors sell celery sandwiches. Sawingabara, serving platter. Hey, hey, Jamie. Yes. Uh, did, uh, did you want to try reading that line on the script there? Oh, yeah, let's see. Uh, you could say big when you bundle your home and auto with progressive, that one? Yes. Yeah, no, I'm just not warmed up yet. Shouldn't be long. Detector test. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive today. The marmot mangled by Mushu Pork Pancake. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. The thing about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive is that by now you've heard a lot of ads about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. We probably don't even need the words, the Name Your Price tool, to tell you that our humpback whale pup gives you options based on your budget. Or that our novelty hand buzzer helps you save on car insurance. And that's the thing about the tiny felt bag filled with marbles. At this point, you've heard a lot of ads about the elusive northern bobcat. The Name Your Price tool. <clears throat> the neighbor who baked you banana bread. Only from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome. Thank you for joining me on my official kickoff to launch you my second podcast, Nichelle Anderson's Short Stories and Beyond. This will be premium content, meaning I will release weekly clips from the full short story that I have written of that particular week, which sometimes for that week will release the full scene of that short story. I mix it up. That will keep you interested and intrigued to wanting to join as a premium patron listener that you would get access to the full stories plus more stories that I will roll out not necessarily 100% every week all the time, right? So the patrons also get rewards based on their paid level. So go ahead and check that out on my homepage at Patreon, which is p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash Michelle Anderson. I will also have a link to that page with more information of becoming a patron for this premium content to support this particular uh, project that I'm venturing in. So in this podcast, I plan to have special guests as well for my followers on social media and members from my circle of entertainment of creating such art form and beyond. So for example, I might have a contest or maybe just randomly contact some of my followers and see if they would like to be a special guest where they will actually read a character line that I have written to kind of mix it up a bit, right? (laughs) Keep it interesting. So on that note, this podcast will publish modern day stories as well outside of the main one that I started the pre-launch for this show, which is basically my heart of hearts, my cream of the cream, Mole, which stands for Moments of Love in Ancient Egypt, where I continue with the story, but with a different angle. This is before the time of Princess Amenia that most of my followers are aware of and that I have produced several productions based from my book, Mitch Ram, where that's where she came through and then all of these other characters. So we're looking at it before her time and looking at some of the characters that I have announced and talked about, but to get you that background information to be more connected to the story it is a very grand story 
before we get to the time of Princess Aminia. So therefore, when I do return back to stage entitled The Prestige Return of Molay Stage Play, where I will bring most of these characters to life on stage, you will already have a connection with them to understand their background and to be more engaged as well once we hit and return back to stage. So for today's special event of my new second podcast, Nichelle Anderson, Short Stories and Beyond, you will get the full story with a bonus this week. So next week starts the shorter clips of my short stories to hopefully encourage you, as I mentioned, to consider to become a patron that you can cancel anytime. And the first level starts at $3 USD dollars and up from there. So it's a, it's a good thing, especially with rewards. <laughs> you get that too. And I will provide the link to that page at the end um, in the description area. All right, so in this week to kick off my new podcast, we will continue with short stories featuring Mole, a theatrical production from my book, Mitzrayam, a memoir that highlights ancient Egypt, Kemet. At this timeline, it is before the time of Princess Amenia, as I mentioned earlier, when Mitzrayam was still at the height of its power, influence, and knowledge of those from the Sumerian region. In the last week episode, Nantu of the High Council of Orion arrives to his superiors in a secret location in the lower part of the Sedan. We learn of some of the High Council members that anticipated the results from Nantu to be a successful one from Nantu's visit to Mitzrayam. However, it did not go as they planned. While later, it was Queen Hagar and Ezra discussing the latest updates on King Milan, with both very pleased of his progress. Queen Hagar gets a highly sensitive message from an appointed military officer as a secret spy of the royal family. She then commands him to take action in a very particular way to secure the position of Mitram in the region. That was episode three. Let's get started in episode four, titled, Emonies Abound If Left Unattended. Kicking off today, my podcast, yay, <laughs> season one, 2017 to 2018, Nichelle Anderson, Short Stories and Beyond. Let's begin. Opening scene. Emonies abound if left unattended. As Epsu enters an early dawn on the banks of Ganuto, there are 400 Mitzrayim gods in position for the next move forward, while the highest leader awaits for the signal. Halik used the ancient calling through reflection of light to quickly communicate to secret camps of Mitzrayim military forces to congregate at the destination location, unknowing to Comrade Datar, far inward of the enemy camp after a long journey, Comrade Datar still determined to meet the person that sent him a message wrapped in a brown cloth in the previous episode too. Comrade Datar 
enters the area leading to the highest tent on the slanted mountain, unknowing to the armed guards below. There are two Mitzrayim guards with Kamrad Datar with their weapons ready. They know they are on enemy territory. Suddenly, one of the guards, Kalon, that was with Kamrad Datar of the two guards, saw the ancient messaging to communicate afar the reflection of light. He reaches over to touch Kamrad Datar before they reach the highest tent. As rows of flickery light during the dawn of early moments to come, the reflection of light that Kalon pointed to Kamrad Datar to see sparkle like jewels in the skies in unison of the tri-cold translation. We come by the order of the Queen Mitzrayim to be on your side. We will move at your command, Comrade Datar. What seemed like many moments but seconds, Comrade Datar was speechless, for he felt for the first time in his young life that the gods were indeed on his side and in his purpose to defend Mitzrayim with all means. He confidently, even before taking this journey to reach the area of the enemy of Mitzrayim, he enters the enemy camp for the leader in Ganatu. Kalon and another guard enters protectively behind Comrade Datar. Meanwhile, in Mitzrayim, Princess Hannah is very excited to see her mother at the start of an early dawn. She wants to her mother that she was knelt down to hug her beloved daughter. They embraced. There were 12 rural high female attendants of the queen standing at far and at rate, along with 10 rural Mitzrayim guards a few feet away. As the start of the usual walk to the royal Nile chambers, even Princess Hannah felt her mother was at peace. More of this as Boudet. Upon entering the now chambers and then being assisted by the royal female attendants to complete the official royal dressing garment of absolute blue draped down to their feet for the engulfing of self into the running now water channels. The aroma of soft incense filled the chambers. Were attendants attended to the gathering of herbs, oils, and aromatic flowers. In the running water where Princess Hannah and Queen Hagar positioned their slightly underwater sitting in the incoming now water, Princess Hannah speak first. I am pleased of this day as you are, mother. Yes. I feel it will be good, Asperdee, Hannah. Did you sleep well under the Kingo rays during the last shadow hour? I did. Smiling up at her mother, 
Queen Haga beamed at her daughter while running her fingers through Princess Hannah's dark Nubian and kingly twisted hair in strands down to her shoulders. I am pleased of that. Princess Hannah moved up and down as an excited one to please her mother by then laying her head on her mother's arm. We do need to talk, Hannah, about the matter with the Orion. Hannah looked up, beaming at her mother with awe. I learned many things, mother, as you directed. I felt you as strong as ever before that day. I shall be so once I am a queen. And you will, she rubbed her daughter's chin. Princess Hannah smiled, but then noticed her mother was about to say something that concerned her. So Princess Hannah sat up straight, still watching her mother. Queen Hagal motions the royal attendants to stand outside the chambers with the guards. Then she spoke to her daughter while reaching for Princess Hannah's hand. It is about your father. Princess Hannah, whole being tensed up, and slowly her eyes started to fill up with watery streams of concern and worry. I was told something happened, but not to worry. What is it, mother? Trust in me, yes, nodding, yes, I always do, mother. It was best to keep your father well, Ness state, a secret, because of discovered traitors of enemies amongst Mitzrayim. I see. Queen Hagar looked to her daughter and telepathically spoke to Princess Hannah. He is alive. Your father, King Milan, survived the runes against him. He is returning back to us. Princess Hannah's eyes burst as stars in the king of skies as she caps for air of excitement out of worry no more. She quickly hugged her mother and spoke telepathically to her. Oh, thanks to King Yu for this moment. When can I see him, mother? I love him so. I miss him so. Queen Haga spoke telepathically. Soon, soon, for the moment will be in this day. Later, in the west bank of the Sedan, Deep in the cave of the secret location of the Orions, steps that led outward on the highest layer bark ridge, unknowing to the other Orions, council members, Echo appears out of the darkness into the increasing dawn Absu rays, about to stretch farther and farther overtaking the once dark shadowy night. We can see the long scar on his left rugged cheek from previous warrior battles. His dark flowing cape that covered his long warrior garment moved as the moving river down below, but it made no sounds as he walked further out of the cave. 
Echo is followed by ten guards of the Orion First Order. Echo went in his side pouch and pulled out a metal object with mixture of colors in the middle and held it up to the skies. Moments later, as if a beam of light left the metal object to connect to the high skies above. Soon, Echo started to nod, as if telepathically he was speaking to someone. His high-ranked guard stood protectively behind him and constantly looked around. Echo broke the connection and returned back the metal object into his side pouch. He immediately turned around as his cape flapped in the wind and as Absu donned rays flowing like a feather transitioned over the shadowy night into the brand new day. Echo speaks in his Orion language. Translation Our elders will make it known to King Milan. It's only the beginning. Insane. What do you want to da da da? I don't know. What do y'all think we should da da da? Well, what did we da yesterday? Hmm, yesterday. All the dolls feel like the same doll these dolls. I know. Like, is today Monday or Tuesday? Today is Thursday. <gasps> oh no, I forgot to call my mom on her birthday. Oh no! No! These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to Progressive. That won't change. Not today or any day. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. It happens. But now Straight Talk Wireless's new Platinum Unlimited plan includes phone protection. Just 65 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, data, and more. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. See mobile protect terms and conditions at assurance.com slash straight talk. Limitations and exclusions apply.